0: Hey, Moving Forward listeners, a quick disclaimer before you listen to this episode, which is part of the book writing miniseries that I recorded several years ago. The books I was a co-author on are no longer in print, and I have since permanently parted ways with my former co-author. As such, I have edited these episodes, removing as many mentions of the titles as possible. I'm also adding this disclaimer to minimize any confusion. The basic information contained within is still helpful, which is why I've decided to keep them on this podcast. I also encourage you to listen to episode 388 to learn more about the reasons behind my decision. Now that we've covered that, I hope you enjoy this series and find these episodes helpful. Thank you. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 223. Let's jump right in. Part one. Wow. I had quite the week last week. Uh, My new book came out Friday, and I have to admit, I had a whirlwind of emotions leading up to it. Uh, As I mentioned on last week's episode— we did a lot of uh, last-minute tweaks and proof checks. And then uh, I went ahead and actually submitted the, uh, the book for publication, both the e-copy and the paperback, on Wednesday. So we're self-publishing the book uh, through Amazon's KDP platform. And uh, our target was to release it by Friday, April 5th. And uh, since uh, it does take uh, up to 72 hours for the approval process, uh, from Wednesday night on, I went through, I was in a bit of a limbo stage, I guess, you know, it's like not much you can do once you let it go. And you're you're always, uh, I it just reminded me of periods in my life where I'd spent so much time working on something. Uh, for example, when I took the bar exam after law school, for months I was studying for that, you know, from after graduation up through midsummer, and then all of a sudden it's done, you don't quite know what to do with yourself. <laughs> and then uh the ebook copy got approved fairly quickly so that came out a little bit early and then the paperback we were just waiting for the paperback and that that got approved Friday night, late Friday night and I have to admit I mean I was really really pleasantly surprised uh just the tremendous reaction from initially from friends and family who were excited to to buy the book and then over the weekend, I heard back from from people on social media, uh, either fans of Star Trek or people who were just curious about the book, uh, saying that they bought it and tagging me on Twitter and stuff like that. So it was really great. But, you know, I, I was still a whirlwind of emotions. I mean, something like this, uh, you, you definitely feel kind of the relief and the, the joy of having finished something you put so much time into. But there's also a part of you that maybe feels a little bit I don't know, blue or uh, down a little bit. I, I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was. So I reached out to my friend, my good friend, Kristen Wald, who I interviewed on the podcast a, a couple years ago. And she's someone who, who knows what it's like to accomplish big things and having been an entrepreneur for a long time. And she shared with me some sage advice that her dad gave her, which is that when you do something like this, when you... When you accomplish a big goal, just be gentle with yourself. You know, you're going to feel a pang of emotions up and down, left and right. Just be gentle with yourself. And I think that's really sage advice. And it's similar advice that I've gotten uh, over the years from from my parents. But um, I would love to know, what are you working on? What are the big things that you're working on? What are the mountains that you're trying to climb? And if you recently accomplished something, Uh, how how do you kind of sort through the different feelings? Do you take a break? Do you take a trip? Do you go out to celebrate with friends and family? Or do you mostly just kind of give yourself some alone time? So I think how we process things, especially something that you've put so much time and energy into, once it's out there, I think it's important to really, really be reflective and just be present with yourself. And as Kristen says, be gentle with yourself. I think that's really great advice. All right, let's move on to part two. This week, we're going to continue our discussion of writing your first book. If you're new to this mini series, start out with last week's episode, 222. If you're looking for tips on Poshmark, that's episodes 202 through 221, where I really break that down. We're, we're now into the new mini series on writing your fir- first book. So hopefully, if you followed last week's episode, you had a chance to jot down some ideas and topics that really, really grab you, and and I really hope that you didn't just write about stuff that you're good at or things related to your day job, but think about the, the topics that you just could talk about for hours and hours and hours and not get tired of it, and it might not have anything to do with your current job, profession, or even uh, skills that you have. It might be a favorite TV show, or it might be a favorite genre of art. Uh, it might be a favorite book or book uh, series. I mean, the whole point of this is to really figure out what excites you. Now, if you've written it down in a list, take a look at that list. So the next thing you might want to start doing is really start taking a critical look at that list and start eliminating the topics that really don't excite you. In other words, you, you may have written down a wide list of things that you're interested in, things that you're good at. Uh, start crossing out the ones that don't excite you as much. And you'll be able to see, once you have them written down in list format, which ones really, really grab you. And then try to narrow it down to about two to three. Once you've narrowed it down, and this is your homework for this week, once you've narrowed it down, take a whiteboard. Do this on a whiteboard or on a large piece of paper, and then write down the topic in the middle. And if you have two to three topics, you're gonna wanna do this with each one. Write down the topic in the middle, and then just start brainstorming on paper. Write out everything you can about that topic and and do it like a wagon wheel where you have the topic in the middle and then you you branch out and then you maybe write down a phrase, a sentence or a topic related to that central topic that uh, you can just think of it. Think of it as a brain dump where you're just throwing everything on the wall about that topic and Moreover, what you might want to do is also start reaching out to people that you do converse about this topic with. Now, hopefully you've picked a topic where you already are talking about it quite a bit with friends and family. Reach out to those people and engage in conversations with them. Draw out why you speak about this topic or talk about this topic every time you get together for drinks or dinner or lunch or what have you. What is it about the topic? Try to identify it. All right, so next week, we're going to start diving into your first draft. So this week, focus on narrowing down those topics and take those two top two or three topics and really extrapolate them. Really, really draw out the ones that uh, really captivate you and try to flesh it out as much as you can. And by next week, you're probably going to narrow it down to that one topic. So I'm going to challenge you to take the two or three pick the one topic, and next week we're going to talk about your first draft. All right, let's move on to part three. The, uh, a book that I want to highly recommend is The $100 Startup by Chris, I think it's Gilbo. Uh, give it four stars. I read this while I was in Florida, thoroughly enjoyed it. The title does sound a bit hyperbolic. It does sound a bit flashy, but I think uh, Gillibo does a great job of actually providing real case studies, examples, and anecdotes of people who started side hustles from $100 or less, and many of them turned it into businesses. He also does balance it with stories of people who hit a lot of road bumps and uh, obstacles along the way and shares how they were able to pivot or decided to change direction altogether. The coolest part is a lot of these stories were born out of people who were facing very difficult situations, people who got laid off from jobs or were getting burned out in in careers that they had spent a long time studying to become. So I really, really think this is a great book. It's It's really cool to see how ideas come to the forefront, especially the ones that come simply by accident. And Gilbo kind of breaks down this new era of entrepreneurship, what some people will call the side hustle or the solopreneur into three components. I mean, really, it boils down to finding a problem, creating a solution that uh, addresses that problem, And uh, part three, creating a way to get paid or really just monetizing that solution. I mean, it sounds simple and commonsensical, but when you're starting out, and I know I've had so many of these It's easy to miss one or more of those elements that will prevent traction or success. Uh, If I had one minor critique of the book, I would have liked a few more case studies on the negative side where businesses or I would have loved to have uh, seen examples of businesses that didn't succeed despite having all three elements, maybe due to some unforeseen challenge. Uh, to balance out the analysis. But overall, it's a very engaging, thoughtful book. I highly recommend it, especially if you're in school, you're not quite sure what you want to do, and maybe you want to explore or test the waters on a side hustle. All right, if you want the write-up for this book, uh, this book as well as the uh, writing your first book, it's at bemovingforward.com. We'll be back with a new episode next week. Have a great week, and remember, always be moving forward.